Throughout this episode, you'll hear occasional dynamically placed advertisements as well as host-read ads by me promoting the work of my sponsors, similar to what you'd experience when you're binging your favorite YouTube content. If you find the ads disruptive, consider joining my community on Patreon. Premium submarines receive full-length ad-free episodes, hundreds of hours of bonus content, and the ability to connect and chat with other listeners. To learn more, visit patreon.com slash backfromtheborderline. Hello, Molly. Um, my name is Thiago. I'm 22 years old from Brazil. And I just wanted to thank you. I am not sure if you'll remember me, but I'm the guy that texted you on Reddit asking you because you mentioned somewhere that you have a podcast. And I was honestly just scrolling through the Reddit page about BPD and feeling really sad because most things that were there were people just talking about the bad parts of it and I just want to thank you because you made me see something more something focused on the healthy part I guess especially with the part with it where you talk about spirituality and stuff I just ignored everything that wasn't, you know, scientifically proven or such. I don't believe in gods or things like that, but you did make me see a whole side that I could have faith in myself. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Tiago, for that amazing, amazing voicemail. Welcome to Back From The Borderline. I'm your host, Molly, and this is a place for you right now to escape whatever it is you're wanting to escape right now in a healthy way, right? This is a healthy escape. Take some time, some quiet time for you. Listen to the stories and feelings and experiences of other messy emotional human beings going through the same thing and feeling a little less alone, which Tiago did such a beautiful job of sharing. That voicemail really, really touched my heart. And I'd like to just give a bit of a preface right off the jump here that my voice is a little bit lost. I've been recovering from laryngitis the last few weeks and my vocal quality has been up and down, but hopefully it will just come across for the episode like a nice, sultry, growly voice, when in reality I'm just recovering from laryngitis, so apologies for that. So, Diago, you found me on Reddit. It's so cool to hear like the full circle of communication For those of you who don't know, the podcast actually started by me posting on Reddit one day on one of the BPD subreddits, and I just kind of posted a quote that inspired me and said something to try and, you know, motivate other people, and the flood of responses that I got made me feel like, wow, I want to share my thoughts with more people like me. And so I immediately just wanted to start a podcast. 
And since then, every once in a while, I'll go on some of the other posts made on the BPD subreddit and I will comment back to people and engage in the discussion a bit. And it looks like that's how you found me. So I'm really excited to see that you're here now as a listener. It just means the world to me. And, you know, I appreciate your vulnerability in saying how you haven't historically wanted to believe anything that wasn't scientifically proven. And you said this spirituality piece is helping you so much. It's really interesting because we've gotten tricked into believing that even the DSM, these personality disorder labels that are also called access to diagnoses or cluster B personality disorder diagnoses, these have not been proven by science either. There is no scientific proof that a personality can be disordered. These are all just things that are theories. And some of them have been helpful theories and some of them aren't so helpful. But it's really vital that we don't become convinced in our minds that some of these diagnostic labels and terms used to refer to psychological and emotional suffering are quote-unquote proven because they haven't been proven. They've just been labeled and agreed upon by big, pretty profitable organizations. And it's not always just profitable. This isn't a conspiracy theory time podcast. It's just that huge organizations, no matter what, the bigger they get, the harder it gets to get things done, the harder it gets to think about people as individual human beings, and they're going to try to make blanket statements for everyone so that they can pass research studies that prove things, right? (laughs) It's really important to look at this industry, and that's even a Freudian slip, feels like psychiatry has become an industry, not a field anymore. And that's just enough right there. But unfortunately, We can't fix things with the snap of our fingers, but what we can do is find places like this on my podcast where you can hear the real life stories and voices and experiences of other people that are going through profound psychological and emotional suffering and decide that you want to seek balance in your life because Having just an understanding of our direct material reality is not enough. We need to have an understanding of our direct material reality as well as a more zoomed out, bigger picture, a spiritual picture. And that doesn't mean necessarily religion. There's a huge difference between religion and spirituality. Having a grounded spiritual viewpoint that means something to you, it could be anything. It could literally even just be nature. There are so many different ways to find out how to connect yourself to the bigger picture of life. But I've found that the wider Western point of view of mental health fails 
to place the focus on needing a balance of material reality as well as a bigger picture spiritual reality and living your life in a balance of that. This is why we're all so out of balance. And I believe that this is why I have listeners of this podcast all over the world, all different races, genders, identities, spiritual practices, and beliefs. This need for balance is felt in our bodies at a soul level. Every single one of us who is seeking something, who is thinking like, I shouldn't be feeling this way. I'm having these big existential feelings that makes even participating in daily life hurt because it just feels like I have too much emotion in my body. Does anyone else feel the way I do? That feeling is so universal. If you are an emotionally intense and gifted, quite frankly, person. And to this point, I want to read another message that I got on Instagram that proves this even further. She says, hi, Molly, I'm Nora. I'm 26 years old and I'm Egyptian and I was born in Saudi Arabia. I'm an Arab Muslim female diagnosed with borderline a year ago. I don't know if you'll ever see this, but I just wanted to show you how far the echo of your voice is reaching. I have this urge of sending you a long message telling you my whole life story, which I'm sure you get a lot of those sometimes. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say with a smile and tears in my eyes and that warm feeling in my heart. Thank you, Molly. And I just want to thank you, Nora. This message is bigger than me. And I'm just honored that I can pick up a microphone and be the channel through which more people can realize that they're not broken and alone and afraid. It's that they've been deprived at a soul level things that they deeply need to feel emotionally connected and see a more holistic picture of life. They've been deprived of what I view as all of our birthrights of that very human initial support and guidance. But it's not all doom and gloom because this is something that we can learn as adults. Just like riding a bike or learning another language as an adult is a little bit harder than if you are a young child. It doesn't mean it's not possible. I'm doing it. And I've shared on this podcast many of the specific ways, the specific viewpoints and things that I'm finding that work for me, but there's millions of combinations and you just have to find out what works for you. And that will always be the hill I stand on when it comes to finding what healing means in your eyes because your perfect bliss of a life is going to look very different than my own. And part of the other problem that we have as a society is that we're being pitched from almost like five templates of what success looks like or what spirituality looks like or self-actualization looks like or what a good woman is or what a good person is or 
or, or, or. Fuck the templates. Right? Who are you? Who do you want to be? Templates are just easier, right? It's how people sell things and make money and get research studies published, quite frankly. It doesn't mean they can't be useful. But you are not a template. Your personality is not a template. Your soul is not a template. But it's up to you to expand upon that because no one's going to do it for you. No one's going to come and save you. I think collectively, we know that we're at a pivotal point in the way that we view quote unquote mental illness in the West. We know all of us, the providers I've spoken to, I've spoken to people at nonprofit organizations. I've spoken to hundreds of people with lived experience all over the world at this point. And what we're doing is not working, especially not here in the West. So people, just like the listeners of my podcast, they're seeking something else. And I believe that what we're seeking is in that bigger picture thinking, philosophical thinking, spiritual thinking, artistic, creative thinking. We have to connect to different parts of our brain. And the beauty of it is if you were born with emotional intensity, if you were born the way that I know that you feel, like you've just felt different, that's who this podcast is for. And I know that I've gotten more vocal, especially on philosophy, theosophy, even spirituality. These are sometimes touchy subjects to even go near because of the amount of religious trauma that has been happening. Over in the United States, we have like mick religion, I swear. It's like whether it doesn't matter what spiritual practice, it's now all been like commodified and commercialized and Instagramified. And that's really shitty because it's turned so many people off finding their own spiritual path. They're just templates, remember? It's easier to sell you something if it's a template. You have to go on your journey. I could go on a spiritual exploration rabbit hole of trying to find out what meaning of life means to me, right? That could take you down becoming obsessed with Shakespeare. That could take you down studying the most important filmmakers of our time because all of these people who are pioneers of creative thinking, no matter what industry it is, like Nikola Tesla, Albert Einstein, right? These people were obsessed with these projects of theirs and it led them all down paths, each and every one of them down towards this, what is the meaning of it all type attitude of life? They wanted to know more. They were seekers. They didn't want to just accept the template that was given to them. There's a reason why those people are some of the greats. Martin Luther King, Gandhi, Mother Teresa. I could go on and on. Oprah Winfrey. These people had a bigger purpose 
that propelled them forward and makes them seem like what? Like balanced people, right? They have this sense of balance and it's because they've achieved that beautiful ability to balance material reality, what's happening right now, what's happened in the past, present future, and balance it with something bigger, a much bigger picture that connects them back to the people that came before them and who are coming after them. It's so vital. And if you're anything like me and you have felt like you haven't even thought of the bigger picture in so long because you've been in such a state of crisis, paradoxically, stepping back and starting to zoom out and really find some kind of grounding practice that connects you to everything that I've been describing. As I said, there are millions of combinations and ways you can do this. You will start to experience less profound and isolating forms of suffering. Life is always going to have moments of suffering. That's just what it is. But you will feel infused with an identity, with a sense of purpose, with a sense of profound meaning that was distinctly absent before, that was actually contributing to the vast amount of your psychological suffering. And that's a promise. That's something I can throw all my weight behind and say, if you do that, you will incrementally see what I mean. But you can only know what I mean if you know it and you feel it and you experience it. I talk to people all the time, every week, that have said, aha, I get it now. I was listening to your podcast for six plus months and I felt like it was never going to get better. I even turned off some episodes and said, fuck this. But then I came back when I was ready and now I get it. That's how healing works. I'm always going to show up here and tell you the real deal, at least the way that I see it. Whenever I go on a epic rant like that, I always want to finish off by saying thank you for coming to my TED Talk. So thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) I will finish by saying, though, that I am so honored and proud and blessed to have such a diverse and rich and nourishing listenership. I, I genuinely am. The group of human beings that collects to share in these podcast episodes are some of the most creative and kind and passionate people who really want to do the best they can. That is a marking of a really good person in my book. And that's always been good enough historically. If you want to do the right thing, if you want to find out what getting better means to you, if you love people and you just want to give love back at the core of yourself and you're creative and you have big feelings and you can connect with people easily, you've got a lot of the ingredients for an incredibly meaningful life. And you don't even have to have every single one of those ingredients. But I know that the people that tune in to this podcast, you're a special 
group of people and you listening, you are a special, unique person and no one or nothing can define you. That's up to you to do. And it's up to you to go out on your hero's journey, on your quest to find out what that is. But the cosmic law really is for you to think about that in the context of the people that came before you, the people that are coming after you, and the entire universe as a whole, right? That's the missing ingredient. And when you have those things and you come to see the importance of balancing all of that, you'll start to understand day by day that these quote-unquote symptoms are not bothering you as much as they were before. And they pop up occasionally, but you're able to ride that wave so much better. Stuff that used to upset you will start to just kind of roll off your back. It will naturally begin to happen if you commit to seeking that balance that I describe in exactly the way that works best for you. It's easy to accept other people's templates. For example, cheesy Instagram new age shit that's like, sign up for my divine feminine container course for only $8,000 a month, right? That's so easy to just want to put the money into something like that and have someone give you the template for what an awakened consciousness means to you, right? What psychological and emotional well-being mean to you, you're going to just give that huge responsibility over to Jessica, some 28-year-old girl who went to one ayahuasca ceremony and is now like renting an Airbnb in Joshua Tree. (laughs) No wonder people are feeling spiritually burned out. But we can't outsource our healing We can't outsource our identity, our self-actualization process as much as we want to. That's something that we can't hit the easy button. When you start encountering true spiritual teachers in your own path, you'll start knowing what that looks and feels like. Someone who I really respect is Krishnamurti or Alan Watts or Ramdas, some of the mystics like John of the Cross, writers from the Middle Ages like Dante Alighieri, William Shakespeare, right? These are people who are true seekers and you can tell it by the way that they write. And there are people in the modern age right now doing it. And I can maybe do a whole episode if that's something that you're interested in and me sharing some of the most inspirational thought leaders that have helped me achieve this mental, emotional, spiritual balance, let me know. So the message is here, you know, we can't outsource our healing. And what we can do though, and what is going to create that emotional alchemy for us is joining in spaces like this on this podcast and hearing the experiences of others and taking some of what I share with you and stopping the podcast and taking a walk around the block and thinking, how might this be true for me? 
how might this be true in my life? Or how is it not true? And really give yourself time and space to ponder. That's another thing that I wanted to come and talk about today too. How much pondering time do you give yourself? Because that's another thing that really gets us. Oftentimes when we're really suffering emotionally, it can be very difficult to want to sit down with our thoughts, right? Even someone suggesting meditation, you'd be like, yeah, fucking right. I do not want to sit and face the voices in my head today. No thanks, but you have fun with that. And I get it because in our heads can be a really scary place to be, but you have to start, you have to go there. Meditation is not something that's like optional. You have to do it. But the beautiful part about it is, is that literally anything can be meditation. Doing your dishes can be meditation. Going on a walk. Zaz goes on tons of drives and he drives and meditates. You don't have to sit with your back straight on a cushion and do it that way. Anything can be a meditation, but you have to be mindful and try to clear your thoughts, try your best. And then you'll be surprised that some of the most profound ideas or thoughts you've had just pop up in your mind. I know there's got to be a time in your life where maybe you took a shower and your, your thoughts kind of naturally stopped and you allowed yourself to really enjoy like the water or a bath or something like that. And for just a moment, your thoughts kind of switched off before you were really consciously aware of it. And you had a really good idea or you thought of someone you needed to call or you realized maybe something you said wasn't exactly the best thing to say and you realized you wanted to apologize to someone. There's a reason why some of these ideas pop into your mind during moments of kind of like unconscious, just letting go of the thinking mind. It's because you are not that negative thought loop. That's not who you are. You are the thing that witnesses those thought loops and has all those amazing ideas when it can actually get through and when it isn't being sabotaged by this fucking nonstop negative computer program that's running in the background. That's the kind of stuff that daring and surrendering to an attempt at a meditation and mindfulness practice that works for you. Like I said, you could be doing it on a stationary bike, on a walk, doing your laundry, giving your dog a bath, but saying, I'm going to clear my mind of all thoughts when I'm doing this task and I'm going to breathe deeply and I'm going to try to be. Sometimes ideas will come through, thoughts, etc. Sometimes they won't. But the moment that you start doing that, you're sending a message to that highest part of you that, hey, I'm here listening to that inner child within you saying, hey, I'm here. I'm listening. And if you don't have something to say today, that's okay. I'm going to show up tomorrow. And if you don't have anything to say the, de- the next day, I'll be here again and again. That's also doing some pretty powerful, radical self-compassion work. You're showing up for yourself in that way. 
I'm being so real and honest with you right now about the shit that's actually helping me. I actually can feel my brain rewiring stuff that used to send me into a fucking spiral is like a two out of 10 emotional reaction scale right now. And I'm working to getting that to zero. I want to be able to have this sense of calm and solid boundaries within myself and understanding of who I am so deeply ingrained that the movements of the outside world, the opinions of other people, it doesn't ever shake me off my core. I can hear everything from a completely balanced point of view, take the time I need to reflect, and then act or not act, react or not react. It's my choice. That's the goal. And I want that for you too. So that's it for today. I wanted to close things out with a review that I received that really touched my heart. So this reviewer says, Molly, I just wanted to say thank you. The biggest, warmest, heartfelt, truly sincerest of thank yous. I was diagnosed about 10 years ago and had a minute when I was feeling okay and I lost focus on my tools and started forgetting the things that I'd fought so hard to relearn. As chaos breeds chaos, lastly it all came crashing down. I feel lost, defeated, like a failure, and most of all, scared that maybe I didn't have any hope left this time. I dusted off my DBT workbook, took out my flashcards and my favorite book, reference the mindfulness solution for intense emotions, take control of borderline personality disorder with DBT. That's the book title. That's a sidebar for me. And went to search on Spotify and found you. In the past, I'd searched for a podcast like yours and had come up empty-handed, so I was super excited to listen. Now it's become one of my own tools to help my recovery. I listen all day at work and on my way home. I've begun drawing cards every day, and I've taken so many things from your podcast. So many aha moments, and the best moment of all, the ones where I finally felt that someone could relate and understand to this wild ride I'm having in life. If I'm having an especially bad day, I know if I get on the train and put your podcast in my headphones, I can start focusing on healing rather than spiraling into my depressing song playlist and starting off the day with splitting. You're truly an inspiration. I love and admire what you do, so don't stop. You're helping so many who have felt or feel lost, and that, my friend, is a beautiful thing. Take care of yourself. Thank you so much for this absolutely beautiful review this is what it's all about these voicemails that message on instagram this review that's it we're coming together realizing that we're not broken and that there are others out there that are going through something and you can see people at different parts of their journey And that should inspire you that you're on your path too. And just trust that you are. You're not the one exception. You're not the one broken one. You're not the one person who is not going to make it. Make it 
in your own way. What does making it mean to you? It's going to mean something very different. And remember, don't accept someone else's template of making it. Now, my only goals in my life is I want to be able to express myself in a way that feels creative and helpful to other people that allows me to continue pursuing things I'm passionate about and can provide a safe and beautiful home for myself and the people that I love. And I'm good. And I'm finding that with this podcast right now. And your way is going to look completely different than my way. But I promise you, you're not the exception. I used to think I was the exception. I used to think, oh, there's no, I'm not going to find my thing. I'm just not going to. I'm just one of those people that's just going to have to work for someone else for the rest of my life. I'm going to be sad, maybe never find someone I really love, always feel disconnected from people. This is how, this is just my fate and I need to accept it. I don't believe that anymore because of these shifts in perspectives that we've been talking about today. And you're seeing in the emails and hearing it in the voices of these listeners that they're waking up, they're seeing it, they're starting to wake up to their true nature. They're starting to more deeply connect with their feelings. This is why I've shifted my strategy on Instagram lately. I'm back on Instagram now and I'm posting collections of photos and memes and just making it really meta and sometimes looking at these pictures especially in the order that I put them in it makes you feel things you can't help but look at these series of images and quotes and pictures and just feel something that might be poking you to address and it's been working really well. And my definition of working is that people are finding it touching and moving. I'm getting so many messages saying, thank you. I couldn't put this feeling into words. And now looking at this post combined with the words of different authors, creators, artists, the way I've just curated them there, looking at these images and words in this particular order for this moment in time that they found the post, it made them realize something. And that is fucking cool. And so if someone on Instagram finds my podcast because of that, that I couldn't think of a more authentic way to draw listeners because a picture is worth a thousand words. I could write posts all day. You should listen to my podcast, tune in for the next episode and do these huge research posts. But I realized like I can evoke the feeling that will draw the right people to my podcast, the seekers, the existentialists, the broken ones, the ones that society has really just tossed aside because you're too much, you're too clingy, you don't have realistic expectations, you, life just doesn't work like that, love just doesn't work like that, you can't go away, you're too much. I think I said that before, but I think we've all heard it enough that it bears repeating. (laughs) This is for us. So 
With that, I will leave you. If you'd like to share your thoughts, I love Instagram DMs and stuff, so keep sending those. But also, if you can, write me a review on Apple Podcasts. Really helps bring more and more people to the podcast. What else you can do is share it. Share an episode with someone you love, your friends. I think this podcast is relevant for anyone who has big feelings, whether or not they identify with what we call borderline personality disorder. So share it, write a review, whatever you want to do, whatever feels good for you. (laughs) And right now, for those of you who are like, I need more of this. I want to go even deeper on this journey. I want more specific stuff to do. Consider becoming a premium subscriber. All you have to do is go to backfromtheborderline.com and click unlock premium access. My premium subscribers, whom I lovingly refer to as my premium submarines, we got a pretty thriving crew and I provide additional weekly episodes with more in-depth and high-level type episodes. So if that's something you're interested in, as I said, go to the website to find more or you can scroll down to the bottom of this episode description and click the link. So with that, I bid you adieu. I'm sending you huge hugs from me to you. And I hope you've gotten something from today. I really do. And I encourage you to come back here each week to have some you time. If it's a day where you can't quite shut off your thoughts and you just can't even force yourself to think about meditation, go on a walk, pop in an episode of the podcast, and at least you know you're doing a little bit of nourishment for your spirit and soul by listening to something that really centers your experience because that's what I try to do in the best way I can here. I think I've signed off and said goodbye like five times already, but I'm actually going to go now for reals. Love you lots. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Back from the Borderline. If you'd like to receive my monthly written recovery musings via Substack directly to your inbox, send me a voicemail, join the Patreon community, or check out my Amazon book list recommendations, visit backfromtheborderline.com and click to access my link tree.